Hi, this is Lucia with Yard of Love. I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back. Welcome back, No Contact Army. Have you been a good little soldier and stayed in no contact? I hope so. And for those of you who would like to enlist in the No Contact Army, just hit the subscribe button. And if you would like to read two free chapters in the No Contact Army manual, go to nocontactsecrets.com and you can read the chapters before purchasing it. Today I want to talk about breadcrumbs. Not the kind you eat, but the kind you may receive from your ex. So is your ex breadcrumbing you? Well, let's start with the definition of breadcrumbing as it applies to an ex. Breadcrumbing is when an ex gives you just enough attention to make you think a reconciliation is possible. You have hope that you may be, may be able to get back together, but you're not 100% sure. So it would be the equivalent of eating just enough to stay alive, but never feeling satiated. And this could take the form of hot and cold behavior. They send mixed signals, they're inconsistent, they reach out, you respond, maybe you even have a short conversation, and then they stop responding or their messages are ambiguous or cryptic. You're not really sure what, why they're reaching out or even what they're saying sometimes. This could all also be likes on your social media, comments, or unblocking you if they had blocked you. Sometimes there's no substance to their communication and so you're always left feeling hungry if we keep going with that eating analogy. Um, or Maybe they do say something substantial, you talk, but they always have excuses as to why they can't meet up. Or they make empty promises, they don't follow through on what they say, they don't want to talk about the relationship. So these are all ways that you can be breadcrumbed by an ex. So why do exes do this? Are they doing it on purpose? Well, sometimes yes and sometimes no. Sometimes, since they're over the relationship, because they had already decided to leave long before they told you about it, they figure that you're okay too. They're being insensitive, but they may not know it. They figure, hey, I'm okay with it, so maybe they are too. But oftentimes, they do not know that you're probably still upset, but they contact you anyway with no intention of getting back together. And why is that? There are a lot of reasons, so let me go through them. One, they're just bored, so they figure they'll hit you up and see if you're gonna respond. Another one is that they're used to having you around, and so, you know, they do miss you, but just as a person that they would miss, not as an ex that they wanna get back with. Um, and so, they wanna stay in touch. Or maybe they're afraid of being alone. This may be the first time they've been alone in, in a while, or in a long time, or for the first time ever. Maybe they can't make up their mind about what they want. Sometimes they think they want you back and sometimes they don't. So they kind of waver back and forth. And when they want to, they'll reach out and then they talk to you for a bit and then they're like, mm, yeah, no, I'm good. I don't want to get back together. Uh, maybe they want to remain friends. And so they don't want you back, but they don't totally want to lose you either. Of course, if you're listening to me, you know that you never agree to be friends because you will never get your ex back by staying friends. Maybe they're looking for emotional support from you. You know, just because they broke up with you, it doesn't mean that it's easy 
for them. So they may need some emotional support and they'll reach out to get it from you. Uh, maybe they're feeling guilty and so they want to feel less guilty about breaking up with you and they figure, well, if you're willing to talk to them and they see you're okay, then they don't have to feel guilty about the breakup or how they behaved or how they handled the breakup, etc. Sometimes if they're feeling down, they want to talk to someone who cares about them. That would be you. Uh, sometimes they want to ease their anxiety over the breakup because they wonder, did they make the right decision? Did they not make the right decision? And so again, if they know that you're going to be there to respond when they reach out, then that relieves their anxiety. Uh, maybe they're feeling bad about breaking up with you and think that being in touch will help you to deal with it, which of course, when you've been broken up with, you know that is not the truth. You do not want to hear from your ex if you're trying to uh, deal with an breakup. Maybe they want an ego boost and see if you're still going to give them attention even though they dumped you. And maybe they just want to feel wanted by someone and they know that you probably still want them. So hearing back from you will make them feel wanted. But the problem with an ex reaching out with only breadcrumbs is that you feel vulnerable all over again. You were in no contact. You may even have started to feel better, but hearing from them sets you back emotionally. So how do we deal with breadcrumbs? So of course, you probably know about the no contact rule. <laughs> and you know that I always say that you don't respond until they say something significant. And that's one of the reasons why I say not to respond unless they say something significant because that will stop a lot of this breadcrumbing behavior. Because if you don't respond and they do want to get back together or in not responding, now they realize that they actually do want you, they will stop breadcrumbing and come clean about their feelings or ask to meet up, which is really the only way to know if someone is potentially serious about getting back together. If they agree to meet up with you, as I mentioned in another video. Because even if they're calling and talking and they may be even saying something significant, if they're not trying to meet up, then they're not trying to get back together. Now, what if you're not sure whether they're saying something significant or not, and you break no contact and you start talking to them? How can you find out what they are really up to? What is their agenda? Well, you can ask them, why are they contacting you? So if they're trying to be friends or they don't say something about rethinking things or getting back together, then you don't need to be in touch. If they say, I miss you, I miss hearing your voice, then know that they're just trying to use you to get over you and you don't want to do that. You do not want them to use you to get over you. If they say that they want to keep their options open, so they don't want to get together, but they want to keep their options open then they're not ready to come back. If they say that they want to take things slow, then you have to ask why. And if they give you vague reasons, then they're not ready to come back. And if they're not making a lot of effort, or if you just have this gut feeling that something is off, then you need to go back to no contact. So I actually have a brief email here from someone who is in this situation. And here is what she says. She goes, I'm very confused. I was doing no contact and followed your advice about not responding until he says something substantial. That's right. 
He was contacting me almost every day, but not saying anything substantial, just hey, hello, etc. Day 61, he texted me and said how sorry he was for everything he has done, and he's been really thinking about everything and he wanted to change. So see what happens when you don't respond to non-substantial communication? Finally, if they want to, they'll come clean. First, they will put as little effort into communication as possible. But then when they see you're not going to fall for the breadcrumbs, you want the whole loaf, not just the breadcrumbs, then they may at some point say something more significant like this. So she finally responded and she said, I told him I appreciated his apology and that it would be nice for him to make changes. He then told me that being separated has affected him so much and he didn't realize how bad it would hurt. I responded that I didn't realize it would affect him either and he replied, it does more than you know. I didn't respond. So, so far, so good. She has not made any mistakes. The next day he texted, I love you and I miss you. Um, here, here's where she made a mistake. <laughs> As I've talked about in my video about things never to say to an ex, when he said, I love you and I miss you, she responded with, I love you and I miss you too. No! No, you do not respond with that, okay? Those are just words. I don't care if someone says, I love you and I miss you. They need to show you that. You know, if they love you and they miss you so much, then guess what? They're going to want to see you as soon as possible. They're going to want to get back together. Okay, so they don't get an I love you and I miss you back until they have proven themselves. And then she said he quit texting. <laughs> the next day he asked how I was doing and how my daughter was doing, small talk, etc. When I replied to him about what my daughter was up to and how she was doing, he never responded back. I guess what I'm having a hard time understanding is, should we reply every time they say something substantial? I feel like even when he does say something substantial, it's not getting me anywhere. Well, yeah, so as I just explained, you should not have responded with that. And, uh, you know, you responded with, I love you and I miss you too, and he ignored it. <laughs> he totally ignored it. Like you had just not even responded. And then the next day he comes back and asks about your daughter. I wouldn't have um, responded to the text about the daughter. It's like, oh, I just told you I loved you and I miss you too. And I get crickets. It's like, all right, well, I'm going back to no contact. So now you're going to have to put even more effort into trying to get me back because I just told you how I feel and apparently you don't care. Okay. So if they've been giving you breadcrumbs, don't respond, obviously. And if they do say something significant, you can respond, but if they're not trying to meet up, then they're not trying to get back together. And keep in mind that the very fact that they're contacting you when they have no intention of getting back together is breadcrumbing, whether they're doing it intentionally or not. Their very presence indirectly sends a sign that maybe their relationship is salvageable. At least that's what you think because you're hearing from them. But as I said, if they're not trying to meet up, or even after you meet up, if they're not trying to get back together, then you need to go back to no contact. All right? So comment below with texts or communication that you've received, which was a breadcrumb. Let's all compare notes. <laughs> and in the meantime, if you would like my help getting your ex back, you can contact me about private coaching at my website, theartoflove.net. The direct link is below and we will send you the rates. If you're listening on YouTube, remember to like, subscribe, and share.
If you're listening on iTunes, I would appreciate it if you would rate and review the podcast. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.